Hey, everybody. Welcome to Classic Love Wine, episode 407, from April 21st, 1997, a Monday night show, with guest Leah Andreoni and her band, kind of. Leah plays in studio, a rare feat for the show, especially at this era. Adam and Drew actually finally comment on that, on how much they enjoy bands to play live in studio, yet how rarely it ever seems to happen. And producer Ann goes in depth with them why that is. Uh, this episode also confirms some past and future dates. It seems that uh, David Allen Greer's first appearance is not from later in June, closer to the release of Mikhail's Navy. It's actually from sometime in April around this show, uh, previous to this one. We still don't yet have that full file. We have a partial. We might be recovering more of it. Whatever we end up doing, if we just have the partial, we'll probably end up tacking that onto a future show. I imagine the Tom Arnold episode, since he calls in during the clip from David Allen Greer's episode. We'll have more information on that as we get closer to that date. What's unique about this episode is it's the first of the Kevin tapes. Kevin, a very considerate and, again, prescient fan, recorded these shows back in 1997. He got a hold of Matt Fondelier, the porcelain punisher, man of all things over at Cruella Digital. He forwarded me the contact information, and we arranged the tape transfer. I'm currently entrenched deep in that process, with over two dozen tapes already completed. Some duplicates, but very few. This episode is entirely original to the archive. We didn't even know it existed. Now we have confirmation she was on the MTV show and the radio show. And despite how well this appearance goes, it seems to be her only one. And instead of just playing the songs off the CD, she brings two of her band members in, and they play live in the studio, much to Adam and Drew's delight. It still sounds very powerful, and the quality is amazing. This is just an early sampling of the Kevin tapes. Most of them are this quality or higher, hence why we dropped back before proceeding forward. There's going to be a few more of these shows before we catch back up in the feed with the shows after 440. The tape was labeled April 23rd, 1997, which would make it 409. However, that's a Wednesday night show. And on this episode, they confirm that it's actually Monday night, and tomorrow night on episode 408 from April 22nd, Tuesday night, they say it's Stephen Perkins, followed up by Wednesday night show, April 23rd, 409, in excess, the last known appearance of the original lineup on Loveline. Once again, we only have an incomplete recording of that episode. If we do end up putting it in the feed, as opposed to attaching it to another show and doing other partials, we'll probably just attach it to a full episode. Consider a bonus if you want to listen. And we already had that date confirmed for the NXS show, so this date has to be correct. April 21st, episode 407, Leah Andrioni. This is another one of those heat wave nights over at Westwood 1, and Adam Carolla goes on an epic Westwood 2 rant. And as per usual, this is recorded in 1997. Some of the medical advice may be out of date. Please consult your own physician or contact Dr. Drew and Mike Catherwood on Current Day Loveline. 1-800-LOVE-191. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at Podcast One, on Facebook, Podcast One there as well, and PodcastOne.com, the home of all your favorite podcasts. Mahalo and get on. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. Audience, Loveline may contain sexually oriented content. Listener discretion is advised. Here's Loveline with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. All right, it is Loveline. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. I'm Adam Carolla. That is Dr. Drew. He is a board-certified physician and addiction medicine specialist. Welcome to the show, doctor. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> a little trouble getting that first word out, huh? Yeah. All right, it's going to be a long night. Yeah. Uh, Drew and I have already uh, decided on it. It's a full moon. The Santa Anas are blowing. We both feel weird. And, uh, it's 95 degrees it, out here. It's going to be a weird night. All right. Uh, Leah Andrioni is going to be in here tonight. Now, uh, you may not know the name, but uh, I'm sure you know the song. 
and uh, these songs. Um, this is her debut uh, album. We had her on the TV show. She's a delight, and she's going to play live for us. And uh, heard her out in the hall, and she sounds great. So she will be in here uh, soon enough. Uh, Drew, any business you want to take care of? Absolutely none. Uh, Stephen Perkins from uh, Porno for Pyros will be in uh, tomorrow night. And then uh, the following night, Wednesday, uh, In Excess will be in here. And then next week, uh, the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And uh, still have no idea where Anthony Michael Hall is. Nobody knows where he is, apparently. That's right. We called his publicist. They don't know where uh, Anthony he, Michael he, Hall he is. He disappeared. Yes. Never and <laughs> and then, uh, you know, we had... Uh, who do we have on... Uh, 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 David Allen Greer. Right. And uh, who called in? Tom Arnold. Right. And uh, I asked Tom, do you want to come on the show? And Tom said, uh, yes, I do. And he signed up for a particular day, too. I listen to the show all the time, wanted to call in on other occasions, and uh, would be glad to come in. Well, uh, Ann calls the publicist, and they need uh, a written request. You love publicists. Oh, they're the greatest people in the world, these publicists. It's, it, it is really... Uh, it but is, don't say anything, Adam, because uh, it's still going to happen. Okay. All right, all right. Everything's going all right. A okay. Love the publicist. Uh, they're really, they're really the entertainment. Uh, they're the version of lawyers in the entertainment world, which is they don't really do anything. They just get in between people with money. Uh, this guy's a comedian. Uh, this guy has a show. Uh, I'm going to get in between and screw things up. That is the job of the publicist. All right, uh, but I'm sure they'll um, work things out because uh, Anne will uh, hammer out a written uh, request. Uh, Anne. Uh, we, let's not give a written request. Adam. Please. Please, don't interfere with my job. All right. These uh, are the people I deal with every day. All right, and, and we have to start training these people. Do we not, Ann? There will be no written request. Please. If they, Dude, it's we, already gone. It's already all right. relaxed. All right. It's really kind of refreshing to hear Ann this pissed off and this involved so early in the show. Yeah, really, uh, we're only four minutes into the show. <laughs> she probably caught the first two and a half minutes of the show, Ann. Adam, I worked right. very hard. All right, that was Drew bringing that uh, that that uh, cutting point up. All right, back to your hard work, Ann. All right. Without yeah. me, where would you guys be? <laughs> Just sitting here. Who was that? My friend Fiona. Oh, Fiona Apple, right? All right, uh, we're taking calls, Ann. We're going to burn through them tonight. I'll tell you what, uh, Ed, twenty-three. How you guys doing tonight? Good, Ed. Uh Mr. Mr. Adam and Dr. Drew, I just want to compliment you guys on, on a terrific job you're doing. Thank you. You know who that is? Oh, is that the guy with the mason jar in the uh, ass? It's either that or it, it's a voice we've heard before. Oh, I wait a minute. Okay, let me say Ed? Ed? Hello? Yeah. Yes, hello? What's going on? Oh, nothing much. Um, you want to hear my problem? Yeah. Okay, Um, I work in a garage. I'm a mechanic, and... uh. I spilled some diesel fuel down my shirt, and it caused some irritation and some burning. I'd uh -huh. like to know what I can use to treat it with. Uh-huh. Uh, let, uh, well, let me deal with it first. I just wanted to ask if you had a ass the size of a mason jar. A what? Yeah. All right. Hello? All right. Go ahead. You always know when it's a bogus call when people play. See, most here's the deal, Ed. Here's where you're screwing up. Yes. Most our l listeners are stupid, but you're playing too stupid. I don't really he's, he's playing no deaf. Like, uh, yes, hello, hello. That, that, that's a, it's the fakest part of all movies when they're talking to someone. Uh, honey, uh, I got news. I won't be coming in tonight. Uh, hello. Yeah. Hello. 
And then they click the phone. Hello? When someone hangs up on you, you know immediately, right? Am right. I right? Right. Wrong. All right. Uh, sorry. All right. Now, what should he do? Uh, Ed, uh, this you know, obviously the, the skin in, in down in that part of your body, the genitalia, is much more delicate than the rest of your skin. You can actually burn it uh, with uh, uh, hydrocarbons. I like have uh, yeah. burnt my genitalia yeah. with gasoline yeah. before. And Not so, so much there. It's on my stomach and you know, yeah. like in between my legs, because you yeah. know when I walk. Right. When I walk it, like, between my legs, it rubs and it hurts. It burns really bad. Uh-huh. And I put, like, Flexol 454 on it, and it burns even worse. Right. Yes. Got, and yes. where's the where's the uh, the core of the burning coming from, Ed? Uh, you know, down down my pants. Okay. And also, when I sweat, like, when I'm, you know, really active, I sweat. I yeah. smell like diesel fuel for the past couple of days. Okay. Mm. What should he do? Uh, uh, soak himself in uh, what? Keep it real clean. They really you tomato soap juice. Off tremendously. No, you, you have to uh, use hydrocortisone creams. He, he, ought, he ought to see a doctor about it. There's some topical creams that can be used to decrease the the intensity of the burn, and uh, it should be fine. All right. Uh, yes, and I saw that uh, episode of the Partridge Family as well, what? where uh, they got sprayed by skunk and they had to take uh, baths in tomato juice. Poor ah. I didn't get to his bogus uh, comment. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't bogus. No, Jamie, twenty. Hey. Um, first, I just want to compliment you guys. I don't mean to copy that guy, but Dr. Drew. Yeah, Jamie. You're great. Thank you. I want to be a psychologist. Mm -hmm. You're my idol. I'm, I'm an internist, don't forget. No, well, I'm, yeah, but you're so good. Well, thank you. But it, it's uh, we need leagues of people in the mental health field, believe me. So it's very, very Well, noble. I'm really good at it. Good. Keep... Um, Adam. Yeah. If I could find a guy with your personality, I would be You'd shoot him. Oh. oh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If I could have you, I'd be set for life. Really? I, I got to be honest with you. I'm no treat in a relationship. I don't care. You're so funny. Okay. I, I, humor is the best thing. Uh, believe me, you'd be right over that in about three weeks. <laughs> I'd be willing to try it. All right. All right. Anyway, um, I do have a problem. Um, when I was really young, until I was like 14, my stepfather mentally abused me really bad. What kind of stuff would he do? Um, he, he called me a slut. Uh-huh. And names along those lines, and I had to look them up. I had never heard them before. And <laughs> you had to look up slut? When I was 11, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Do they have that in the dictionary, by the way? Or did you just have to ask around? For that one, I asked around. Okay. But for things like whore, mm -hmm. I, I looked in the dictionary. Oh, really? Um, and he just, you know, he was really mean to me. And I, I got through it on my own. I never went to a... a doctor or anything mm -hmm. to help me out. I moved away and I, I got through it on my own. But now my mom's taking him to court. Mm. And I'm going to have to go and face him. What is she taking him to court for? Child abuse. For, uh, on your behalf? On me and my younger brother. What did he do to him? Um, he was just, he was more physically abusive with them. <laughs> As they're getting older, he's, he's getting more into um, the mental abuse with mm. me because I was a stepchild. He's there. All right. I, I would sue uh, your mom. I yes, sue your mother. Uh, I swear to God, uh, you women have to start taking some responsibility out there. It's like you have this, uh, you're like the mama bear, and you have these den, a den of cubs, and you go out to a singles bar, and you meet a hyena, and you bring him back and tell him to watch the cubs. Uh, I'm going out to, uh, to forge for berries. Now what, what's the hyena going to do? He eats one of the kids, he urinates on the other, and he sodomizes the third. 
Uh, whose fault is this? Uh, is it the hyena's fault? Or the parent that abused the mom to cause her to behave like that? Ooh, Drew. Yes. By uh, him. Um, not by her parents. Well, something, uh, something, something happened. To her. Something happened. Well, you know, I don't know. I never asked her about her parents, yeah. but she, she kind of, he did it a lot when she was away. When she was at work, she worked nights a lot. All right. Yeah, it's just what I'm talking about, though. And Bring I, the hyena home, leave him with the cubs. I blamed her for a long time, and I forgave her for it, but it's, it's still, it's really hard. And now, you know, it's, it's six years after the fact that I moved away, and she's, she's trying to do something about it now. Wow. And... So how can she sue him for uh, well, verbal or emotional abuse? For, that's why I'm going to have to go there and go to court mm. for, on my behalf. So, so they're, getting, gonna, they're getting divorced. No, they're divorced. And she wants some money or well, something? No, she wants either no visitation rights for my brother oh, okay. or, right. or supervised. He started abusing another little girl mm. in oh, another relationship. <laughs> why does this guy want visitation rights to uh, your brother, who he hates? No, they're his kids. They're my half-brothers. Oh, okay. And they're his kids. And I so see. In his mind, he doesn't abuse them. He know, he readily you know, admits see, that he abused me. Isn't that what's sick about this? I mean, he oh, I love my kids. Yeah. If anybody when, does this. It's the same way the kids respond, said, like, oh, I got hit when I was a kid, just like anybody. I got, got struck <laughs> right, with a right. rope and hung up on my neck. Anybody? <laughs> Uh, it's really, it's a bizarre twist of human perception. Yeah, but this guy uh, readily admits to abusing his stepchildren, but not his real kids. Whom he is more abusive towards. I'm sure. He doesn't see it as abuse. Because yeah, somebody but, did that to him, and he, that's, the way every, that's the way kids are treated. What's the big deal? But I'm saying he admits to abusing the stepchildren, yes. which is even more, uh, which is child. even a scarier uh, element, really. Why is that? Because oh, he's sort of sane enough to say, yeah, I abuse her. Uh, yeah. She's not my own blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what he said, actually. Uh. He said that to the people who served in papers for uh, You should uh, kick him in the nuts and kick your mom in the vulva. <laughs> which really? I've discovered is the entire vagina now. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a specific part, but uh, well, don't, don't make me get into my Nebraska reference again. But the I point is... I've heard Nebraska reference. All right. It is Nebraska. Lincoln is uh, the vagina. <laughs> But Nebraska is the vulva. It's so good to know, being a female, I need to know exactly what state my vagina is. It's uh, in Nebraska. <laughs> All right, uh, listen, uh, go there and uh, speak speak the truth. Well, I'm, I'm really afraid of him. What do you think he's going to do? I, I, I've dealt with the abuse my whole life. I got over it. I got mm -hmm. over my low self-esteem. Mm -hmm. The minute this came back into... Oh, that came rushing back. It huh? all came back. Yeah. All right, but you didn't really deal with it. I guess you just maybe sort of not. put it maybe aside. It. Yeah, you repressed it or put it aside. Uh, this may give you an opportunity. I, I, I'm not sure whether it's healthy or not, but it's possible it will give you an opportunity to sort of at least feel empowered and feel less out of control and ultimately feel better about yourself if you're able to carry this off without any consequence. And if this is all going down in the, in the, in the court of law, it's going to be pretty hard for him to take retribution and take action against you, and it's going to be him that's going to be punished, you that's going to be supported, because the guy is obviously a big, big fat jerk. No. Oh. Oh, the, the people that impulse uh, to abuse children is the scariest, most effed up impulse uh, I, I can possibly think of. Everyone, you just close your eyes and picture like a four or five-year-old. Now picture beating them or sodomizing them. What is up with that? And when we find these people, uh, by the way, yeah, guys like this just need to be put away. Mm. You know what I was thinking today? Mm. You know uh, the guy who shot up the bank in uh, North Hollywood? Right. You know? Have you seen his uh, snaggletooth uh, Romanian mom? I heard about her. I haven't seen her. Uh, she's uh, suing 
the uh, you know LAPD or not, uh, for not getting uh, proper medical care to her boy right. after being shot X amount of times. Right. Uh, there's two things. Uh, a, uh, they're worried about uh, other guys around shooting. They're looking for that third guy the whole oh, time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone, I hope everyone remembers this. I'm sure you do. But they, for a long time, because I live in this area, they're, they're cording the whole place off. They thought there may be three or four guys. They thought there was two or three, you know, another guy or two roaming around mm -hmm. with the assault rifle. Mm -hmm. So uh, naturally, uh, the guys driving the uh, ambulance didn't want to come rushing in. Yeah. Uh, especially to scrape this guy off the pavement. So they figure, uh, we'll play it safe. Uh, it's not exactly like uh, this is Martin Luther King who took a bullet here. Uh, this is the guy who shot up uh, half the valley right. who took a bullet. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, let, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll take the cautious route, let him sit for an extra 10 minutes, and make sure that uh, everything's safe before we drag the ambulance in. Yes, Drew. But who is the real villain here? I mean, yes, the snaggletooth nutty mom is a nut. The lawyer. Please. Exactly. Right, but here's what I want to do. Uh, first off, um, we should we should sue her for dragging her sorry ugly ass from Romania and uh, unleashing this uh, the Damien uh, on society. I mean, listen, it, this is your son that decided it'd be okay to take a banana clip with 150 rounds and uh, shoot up half the valley. Uh, by the grace of God, no one was killed. I don't even know how, mathematically. If you did that a thousand times, ten people would die. Every time, except for this time. I don't know how a million people didn't die. He was shooting spraying bolts all over the place. She <laughs> is going to sue. And here's what I thought we should do. Uh, to, to be an example. To set an example uh, for other folks that are uh, looking for these uh, frivolous uh, lawsuits. Uh, we should get Mayor uh, Reardon to uh, whip up like a big check, a uh, big oversized novelty check. You know those big ones they put on the easels? Right. It's not the one you bring to the bank, but uh, here's, uh, here it is. It's, it's uh, 300 times bigger than it actually would be, but uh, here it is. I don't know what they ever do with that thing. It represents all the huge amount of money that's uh, written on it. So, <laughs> I know, it's like, hey, it's a million dollars. You need a bigger check. Because uh, I wrote a check to Vons for like $4. It was only this big. All right, but anyway, he gets a big novelty check. Uh, he has a big, everyone takes a day off work. He invites everyone down, and he uh, presents it to her in, in, in front of the camera, the news. Uh, everyone is there. And he says, uh, sorry, uh, we were wrong. Uh, here you go. It's a million dollars. Then he uh, pulls a Beretta out of his waistband, and he puts a bullet right in her head and just drops her right there. And then looks at the camera and says, uh, all right, who's next? Anyone else? Who's next? That's what I want. That is the type of society I want to live in. Oh, so once in a while an innocent person dies. But we'd get thousands of women like this off. You understand? Okay. All, right. All, All right. right. All right. Send those letters to Adam Corolla. That's uh, right. Caravan Wilkins, P.O. Box 4345, oh, Hollywood, please. California. The, the mm -hmm. mom of the guy who shot up the entire North Hollywood is suing. Nine zero zero. Please, we have to kill her. I, I, it, I don't want... I don't want it that, uh, oh, no, uh, sorry, you lost the case. I want her dead. Do you understand? I want somebody to do a mercy killing on this woman. Didn't Ma she have, like, some people living yes. Yeah, not only that, yeah. she, she had, she like, a, Anne Frank's uh, older cousin in her basement uh, for, like, five years living off of uh, saliva and, uh, and, and... Animal feces and, or something. And feces. Yeah. <laughs> She's suing. Oh, all right. Uh, right, yeah, well, just... Hey, uh, hey, and probably a train's lining up to take the case. Ah, we got to uh, strap her to a rocket to uh, Romania. Yeah, so kill the lawyer, too. Thank you.
Manuel? Yeah. Hey, you're 24. How you doing? Good. Adam, Drew, you guys do a great job. Thank you. Uh-huh. Okay, um, I have, like, I guess, I guess you can consider it a second, a, kind of a psychological question. Yeah. And um, what happened to me is, I guess, I don't know, as far as I can remember when I was young, I, always, I seen my mother naked, running around the house naked. Was she actually running, or was she uh, mincing or uh, galloping? No, I mean, well, I don't know. She was going about the house naked. Right. Well, mm -hmm. well you know, she used to wear, like, lingerie and stuff like that. And it was kind of weird. Okay, when I was young, I really didn't understand what was that. Well, you know, I really didn't know what a full-grown woman looked like. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and then I've, I also seen her uh, plenty of times have intercourse. With whom? Oh, with, uh, I guess you can say... Men in general. It was not your dad. <laughs> uh, no, not my dad. And not a stepdad. My dad, stepdad, boyfriend. Did she know you were observing this? Um, I don't think she does. How old were you? How did that? No, hold on, hold on. You, you, uh, you didn't see her. You saw her, and you don't think she did. Uh, no, I don't think she. Seen, I don't think she was aware of me watching. Okay. And um, herself very nicely. Then. Thank you. Uh, how old were you when you started watching? Uh. Man, I was young, maybe about five. And how did this happen? She just had the door open, or what? I just came across. Well, well the, the one situation I can remember is um, I was sleeping on the side of a bed, and I just, I heard it, and uh, I woke up and picked right. my head up, and. All right, all right. What's your question? Uh, wait, a minute, you guys sleeping in the same room? Uh, no, but um, I. All right, you picked yeah, your head up, and then you picked your ass up, and then you walked over <laughs> the door. You didn't pick your head up. All <laughs> right, all right. So, all right, sure, you're curious. Right. I'll buy that. And my question is, can this really uh, mess up uh, a kid's mind? Uh, you know, it certainly... Normally, no, Manuel. But now, you, in your case... Hold on a second. Let me just... Uh, come on. Uh, does it have to be the exact temperature it is outside in the studio, <laughs> uh, so no matter here. what? It if, is, if, if it's 90 outside, it's 90 inside. If it's 35 outside, it's 35 inside. Yeah. I, we have to change the name of this establishment to Westwood 2. It cannot be Westwood 1. There's got to be a Westwood 1 somewhere else. This can't be the Westwood 1. There, there, there's not a chair in here that works. There's not a mic stand in here that works. Uh, we're trapped like veal in here. I got uh, sweat pouring down from my forehead. So hot. Please, this is not Westwood 1. It's Westwood 4. Maybe. You're a pie man. Oh, for Christ's sake. Mike, can you turn the air? Every time we tell Mike, Mike, turn the air, and I can. It's frozen. Can you turn the air on, Mike? No, it's frozen. Is, is it seriously? Is it frozen? I think so. It's the only thing frozen in this whole building, though. <laughs> How can it be frozen? It's uh, no, you. You're the, you're the I, I could dump liquid nitrogen on an otter pop. It wouldn't freeze. It's 95 degrees in here. Please. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, Why'd you wear long sleeves today? Because I thought there'd be air conditioning. Normally we freeze in here. No, uh, because normally it's 30 degrees outside, so it's 32 in here. Manuel, uh, it right. certainly can have an impact on a child, and uh, it doesn't have to. Have you been able to carry on normally in your relationship? See, yeah. Well, see, I feel that I can't. You can't. Why? I feel that there's this wall that I can't get over. And what's in the, what does the wall feel like to you? Um, I don't know. It's just it's different. I mean, um, I feel that I can't get past some... Well, <laughs> so you have, you have, wait a minute. What's going on back there, Manuel? It's my, my little niece. Oh, your niece? Yeah. All right. Uh... All right. Uh, can you get into relationships? Have you had relationships? We just this discussion. I, had, I was yelling. And through my whole life, I've had two relationships. Okay. But, but is he, that what he said? He's he's having trouble with intimacy, and uh, 
it may not even have been those sort of observed episodes that have done this to you. It may just the fact that your mom is the kind of person that that had such poor boundaries that set you up to allow that to happen that has more of an impact on you than the actual events themselves. But they, they too can be uh, very disturbing. I mean, anything that sexualizes a child at a young age is, is traumatic and, and abusive. So uh, it's it's natural enough that they would have some impact on you. Mm-hmm. How about if you were to um, feel some sort of lust for your mother? Um, that, right, wait. That, do you believe, Manuel? Yeah, I do. Listen, but this is could, because this could happen. Uh, that that is a normal phase of child development that maybe you got stuck in uh-huh. as a result of this trauma. I mean, that 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 really does suggest a, a significant delay in your psychological development, and that may be the whole deal. Right All right. There. So what's he got to do? He needs he needs to see somebody about it. He really does. Either that or try to try. Uh, to get over that wall, as he calls it, and have some real intimacy with people, but I suspect uh, a problem. It's like a goddamn uh, Tennessee Williams play in here. It, ho- it, it really is. I, 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 need, I, I need a fan. Yeah. Uh, I rely uh, on the kindness of strangers. Is, is <laughs> a, Jesus is Christ. Is Leah going to come in here like a big white... Uh, no, I'll not tolerate another chiffon. body in the studio. Uh, a roach crawls in the studio, brings the heat up another four degrees, and we all die. Uh, Leah, just well, that head of hair, probably. Yeah, I'm like a big St. Bernard. It's like you're wearing a big thermal blanket. It really <laughs> is my scalp can't breathe it, it, it is it is you guys don't understand it is very hot in this room uh, it, it is very right. hot over no, here too. Can right, listen Doris clothes here listen i'm gonna go stand by radiator and cool off okay drew uh i don't know where you're going but uh we're going to break uh leah andreoni will be in here next i don't think they're aware of how much they suck hey that's not very nice you kiss my mother with that mouth i mean your mother love line i'll be right back reverie bed oh man it's not a bed, it's a sleep system. You can get your firmness customized, you sleep the way you want. Lynette sleeps on one side, I sleep on the other. It's all dialed in, it's split, and raise it up. I put the vibrate thing on. I had to grade it. Oh, I'll tell you, my greatest morning, I've stopped that uh, Catch a Contractor show, so I don't have to get up at the crack of fucking drive to La Harbor. And what I do is I get up, I look at the clock, and I go, eh, it's 8.10. I'll give myself another 20 minutes, and I just hit the vibrate mode, and it goes for 20 minutes, and I just drift right off again. they got the zero-gravity position, good for your back, the anti-snore position. It is a sleeping system, people. Invest in yourself. 888 or you can go online, sleeplikeadam.com. Try it out. 101 nights for free, and it is reverie bed, and you should not short sheet yourself. Do not short-sheet your life, people. Reverie Bed, Dawson. Any Adam Carolla listener who calls Reverie to learn more and decides to purchase a Reverie sleep system will receive a $250 voucher for Reverie accessories. You must call to be eligible and specify that you are referred by Adam Carolla. Voucher cannot be applied to reduce the purchase price of the sleep system. Thank goodness football season is finally here. And no matter what you're into, we've got you covered. We've got the self-titled Ross Tucker Football Podcast. If you want to know what's going on in the NFL, we've got the Fantasy Feast. If you want to make sure you are best prepared for your fantasy team this year. Or how about the Even Money Podcast for those of you that like to wager on the games. Available now. Available now. At com. That's podcastone.com. Uh, I won't be home for another couple hours, and I'll be 20 pounds lighter. I'll, uh, sw- I'll sweat off uh, that much water weight. 
Leah Andrioni is here. Uh, Leah has a uh, angelic eyes and an angelic voice. Um, and she's a delight. She's uh, this is your first CD, right? Yes. So you're uh, well. You're what are you? Twenty four. Yeah. All right. So you're you're young. You're fresh. Who gave that away? Uh, I think it said it on your bio like uh. eight times. <laughs> Advertising it in bright lights. Yes. Uh, but I'm sure this is the first of uh, many to come. Yeah, I hope so. God. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. And if you're lucky, I'll put the uh, Adam Carolla curse on you at the end of the show, and uh, everything you touch will turn to gold. Right. And if it's not, you know, one of many, then you can just start your own little record deal and, you know, give me a deal and let me cut another record. I'm currently working on a uh, record deal. Like uh, a label, right? Yeah. I can't talk That's about what it I heard. because um, I haven't figured out the. <laughs> You're pretty much a man say. of the world, huh? <laughs> yes, I'm very international. Right, I know. Uh, you know, what, I wanted to have business cards made up with a phone number in New York, in Milan, <laughs> in, uh, like, Rome. <laughs> and I'm sure no one would ever call those numbers, but it'd be really cool to have a business card with, like, a Milan. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, right. Drew's not, uh, not amused. All right, so, uh, from San Diego... Now uh, going worldwide, uh, going uh, going to Europe in a few days. Yeah, I hear. I'm going to Europe on Sunday. And uh, where do you go in Europe? Where? Well, actually, I'm touring France for a good four weeks, four or five weeks, and um, just kind of going to little villages I've never heard of. So don't ask me the names. Now they have the record uh, there. They got the record there, and they're expecting you. Yeah. Is that how that works? Yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because when you're from, when you are uh, signed to a, a label like RCA, they, you know, get your music out pretty much worldwide. And um, I'm, it's doing pretty well over there. Oh, good. Yeah. And uh, you'll be playing live uh, a little bit later on uh, this evening. Yep. Oh, yes. And, and I heard you're, like, doing some backup. I so. may be doing some backup. Right. Drew's dancing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Drew does not get out of his chair unless it's to get money, get coffee, or go to the bathroom. Uh, Veiled is the name of the uh, CD, and uh, you'll also be playing on that uh, Lilith tour thing yes. that's uh, coming up in a few months. Exactly. It's, uh, uh, Sarah McLaughlin, uh, Natalie Merchant, uh, Indigo Girls. Jewel, yeah. Jewel, and uh, who else? And oh you. God, me, Paula Cole, I believe. Right. Yeah, a lot of a lot of women. Who put the all women, right? Yeah. <laughs> Who put it together? Sarah McLaughlin. And is it uh, is there going to be like a breast cancer booth and stuff and a, like a douche trough or something? <laughs> I mean. Is well, it that gonna was be my a, idea right there. But. No, but I mean, is it going to be, a, they, they gotta, you know how these things turn into sort of political events? Yeah, right. You know, I Like, you I, know, you go to the reggae sunsplash and all things about legalizing marijuana or something like that. Right. Well, I assume that, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, women subjects floating around and things like that. But I, I don't know. I wouldn't want to say because... Right. Yeah. You don't know what's going to go on there yet. some pretty heavy rumors. All right. Uh, so you'll, uh, you'll be playing. Uh, you'll be going to Europe. You'll be doing Lilith. And uh, we'll be going to the phones. Uh, John, 14. Hey, Adam. Hey. You're awesome. Thank you. Okay, uh, Dr. Drew, I just yes, got sir. a problem for you. Yeah. Okay, whenever I um, get kind of close with my girlfriend, um, I kind of I leak like semen. Um, that's a common thing. I mean, that's why things like early withdrawal or any intercourse without a contraceptive like a condom can result in a pregnancy. You're, you're some guys leak a lot, some guys leak a little. <clears throat> you're, uh, if you leak too much, it's called an orgasm. Yeah, but it's, it's like, j just when, like I'm making out with her or something. Right. It's all right. Any, any arousal can lead to some 
some leakage. You know, I think a little leakage is okay. I like that. A little leakage is okay. It uh, it shows uh, that the pump has been primed. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, it... it I would take it as a compliment, I a little leakage. Too. It's a little... Exactly. I'll stop there. Uh, John, <laughs> you're you're 14, and here's the irony: at 14, you have the leakage problem. At uh, at 34, you're smacking yourself in the ass because nothing's coming out. <laughs> uh, John, yeah, what are you doing with your girlfriend? Oh, what do you mean? Like, just not nothing too serious. You're like rubbing and stuff. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, does the leakage would would the leakage occur during like let's say conversation? No, no. What if you talked about sex? No, not not really. They'd actually have to have uh, some uh, pressure uh, pressure applied. Sure. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm just uh, checking. Some guys have uh, looser valves than others. That's true. Um, <clears throat> and uh, so you're just making out, just rubbing and stuff. Yeah. Uh huh. When do you think you're gonna have sex? I don't know. You gonna wait a little while? I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Take happens. your time. <clears throat> How old is she? Fourteen. Okay. Listen, John. Uh, back to the leakage. Uh, you are liable to uh, get her pregnant v- via the leakage, R- right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right. So when you do decide to have sex, or uh, I'll, I'll put it this way, when she decides to let you have sex with her, uh, make sure you wear a condom. All right. Or something. Okay? Yeah, you guys help me out a lot. Thanks. All okay. Right. Because um, <clears throat> leakage children are often underweight. Is that true, Drew? No. But the parents are often underage. Uh-huh. Well, touche. Uh, Nick, 16. Hey there. Hey. Um, I just had a problem. Uh, I got a friend who's like a babe magnet, and, uh, and... Don't worry. He'll be, uh, he'll be strung out on heroin in about four years. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, turning, uh, gay tricks, uh, to get effects. What's your question, Nick? Well, so, uh, I don't think he's that attractive. I think I'm more attractive than he is, and I I don't know. How do you judge what is attractive to a woman? Well, you hear things like like they like taller people and sportier people. <laughs> they don't like people that are high on pot all the time. Right, uh, but the question is, are you attracted to him? <laughs> yes. No. Nothing like that. No. You just think it's not fair. Well, yeah, in a way. Right. It, it, listen, dating is like a job, and you're you're saying you're overqualified, and he's getting the promotion. Yeah. I understand. So, I don't know what he got, what I don't, or something. Uh-huh. I, I, hey, this, I, hey, wait a minute. Is this a question? Yeah. He, he doesn't understand why. He, <laughs> Who cares why? Wait, this you is get, not a question. All right, but Nick, uh, listen, I was surrounded by guys who got laid uh, more than me. I had a minute. friend who died uh, three right, years uh, uh, before uh, his fifteenth birthday. Got laid more than me when I was nineteen. All right, um, but Nick, women may not be completely focused on physical attributes. I mean, there's a lot more that women are looking for, and uh, if you're high all the time, or uh, you know, <laughs> actually, that's one of the things they endorse. No, no, <laughs> please, no. Drew. Uh, Leah, what do you like in a man? Well, you know what I was going to say, Nick, is maybe it's a matter of confidence, you know? I mean, just the fact that you don't feel comfortable uh, or you feel in competition with this guy. Maybe you're trying a little harder because you're competing with him and you're watching to see what these women are attracted to. And well, Women don't like grandiosity that no, much. Uh-uh. If, if, if you are so convinced that you are so great, people are going to pick up on that and wonder what that's all about. Yeah. Just be uh, besides, it was always the spindly little scrawny guys who looked weird that uh, did well with all the chicks. Was it not true? 
Uh, he doesn't know. Hey, Nick, That's how good old radio. Are you? 16. Oh, see, it's all going to change. The guy who was good looking at 16, when you turn 21, <laughs> 22, you know, get up in those ages, uh, yeah. you're going to be a lot. You're going to be getting the women. And same with Except the women, by the way. I, I'm picking up on heavy duty problems. Uh, <laughs> something, uh, something was up with Nick. And, uh, but listen, uh, listen, I don't want any of those calls. Who cares? <laughs> Nick's got a friend who's marginally less good-looking than he is, uh, yet seems to get more women. Now, uh, let's do 10 minutes on that, Drew. Who the hell cares? Please. Oh, Brian, 28. Hey, um, I kind of changed my question. Maybe this is just a little easier. Uh, I love your guys' show, by the way. Thank you. It's rock. Um, maybe Drew is best at uh, answering this. Um, how would someone go about finding a, uh, a good therapist? What would you say is a good way? Uh, I would say uh, talk to your family doctor if you have a regular doctor. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the I, I right. think I was if you if you have a lot of uh, psychological psychiatric problems, I think it's really important to see a good psychiatrist first because they are the best at giving the medicine sort of, out. No, they yes. give, give you sort of a diagnostic evaluation, and they usually know who the best therapists are too. Uh, Brian, what was your initial question? <laughs> well, that I. Uh, in uh, in high school, uh, I've had some bouts with depression since high school, and uh, you know various different things. But I just remember in high school, um, I, I hear you guys talking about pot and the effects of pot and things like that. In high school, I I what my friends and I call OP'd, um, <laughs> had too much pot. I think one time. What happened? With a uh, combination of Jack Daniels and things. And what happened to you? And uh, I was just sitting on a counter, and it felt like uh, I got hit in back of the head by a frying pan <laughs> and I, I mean i really didn't get hit but uh that's what it felt like you had a bad headache well i just felt like like i felt like a boom or something you know like that and i uh i felt like i was going to pass out and uh but then i didn't and then i ended up going on like a two-hour like freak out you know like where i was uh, what happened drew i was here I mean, I, I can't get much out of your history the way you're describing it but maybe something neurological happened and uh, that could be contributing to these recurrent depressions you're having. Oh, so if you get high and you you have a bad, you know, no, not not from pot, not typically, later. not pot, acid yeah. definitely, but uh, not pot typically. No, right. uh, you really can't overdose on pot. Uh, no, not really. I've had uh, tried many times, and uh, I've had many friends that have attempted, and uh, to no avail. Right. They were still there the next you day. You get psychotic. You get, you get a lot hallucinating and you get real wild. Like temporarily, though. But right? it, it's pretty short. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, Leah. Yes. You going to uh, bring the bandmates in here and uh, do a song for us? I'd love to. Okay. Uh, when we come back, uh, Leah will be singing. Uh, Drew will be uh, dispensing uh, his own brand of uh, advice. And I'll be sweating my ass off all after this. Listeners are winning huge cash prizes every week at DraftKings.com, America's favorite one-week fantasy football site. One-week fantasy football means no season-long commitments. Play whenever you want. Got an injured player? Not a problem at DraftKings, where it's like a new season every single week, so you're never stuck with the same players. Pick your team in minutes, and you can be on your way to winning instant cash. Last year, one player turned 11 bucks into four grand. That's right, $4,000. Another won 100 grand his first time ever playing. And another player won a million bucks just in one day. Just playing fantasy football, people. Hurry and get free entry into the $100,000 fantasy football contest this weekend, where first place takes home 10 grand. 
Head over to DraftKings.com now and enter the promo code PODCAST to play for free. DraftKings.com. Bigger events, bigger winnings, bigger millionaires. Enter PODCAST for free entry now at DraftKings.com. 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 All right, love line, phone number 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number 310-854-4455. Lee Andreoni is here. Uh, Stephen Perkins will be in here from uh, Porno for Pyros tomorrow, and then uh, NXS uh, will be in here uh, come Wednesday. And then next week, it's uh, our good friends at Mighty Mighty Boston. So uh, a lot of music uh, lined up for Loveline, and, and a rare uh, Loveline live acoustic performance. Um, bands and performers uh, never really see fit to play live on this show, and I'm not quite sure why. Uh, maybe we don't ask them, maybe they don't care, maybe they're tired, but uh, I hear these guys, I turn on the radio, uh, people play live everywhere, but we never hear it here on Loveline. John Popper, always from uh, Blues Traveler, always brings his harmonica. Vert pipe. It's oh, not the ver- that, it's the not ver- that pipe, we're yes. not asking. It's not that we're not asking. No. All right. That'd be very simple, you know. Right. Uh, but here's what I don't understand, Anne. Uh, they play on... Um, okay. <laughs> They play uh, on some morning show, uh, you know, some uh, local morning want, show. Uh-huh. Uh, no, I'm not just talking about K-Rock. I, I, I hear them on all the morning shows, the uh-huh. local morning shows. Uh, this is a big-time national show. Surely uh-huh. uh, their management, uh, record labels, funny? and publicists I would understand uh, that this would be... I mean, uh, listen, you do the math. Do you want to play uh, on a morning where you're just heard in uh, L.A. and Orange County, or do you want to play in the evening when you can be heard in you know, Washington, D.C., uh, San Francisco, San Diego, and uh, all parts uh, in between? See, I went through that whole train of thinking right there. Everything Very you just good. said exactly verbatim. Yes, because when you play, exactly. you want to be heard. Yes. And uh, it's great to be heard by people in Los Angeles. It's a big market, but if people from Minneapolis can listen in, and uh, Tucson... And God knows where else, uh, isn't it that much better? Right. And admit, I wrote this speech for you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but I think I sold it. Right. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Good job. All right. Uh, Lee Andreoni will be playing. Uh, Roger will be uh, banging away on, uh, what is that, a Congo or a Bongo or a Conga? Close enough. <laughs> away on, uh, what is that, a Congo or a Bongo or a Conga? Close All right. There's a big wooden thing with uh, some goatskin stretched over it. And uh, John will be uh, strumming around uh, in the back on the uh, guitar with the uh, Mother of Pearl. Yes. Uh, going around a beautiful looking uh, instrument. Well, I think. Is, is that. Uh, no, wait, let me try to figure out what kind of wood that is. Ash? Brazilian rosewood. Wow. That's right. That's beautiful. <laughs> Jesus. How much is that guitar worth? $8,000. Really? No joke there. Wow. All right, you better be good, or I'm uh, rolling you in the parking lot, sodomizing you, and taking away the guitar. Well, then I'll make sure to screw up. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not much good at the gay love, though, I got to tell you. All right. uh, On that note. Yes, uh, Drew, you'll back me up on that? Yeah, thank you. All right. Uh, What song are you going to be singing, Leah? It's all right, it's okay. Ah, yes. All right. Here she is, Leah Andrioni. It's all right, it's okay, off of Veiled. by their word. 
It's all right. It's okay. Great live uh, rendition. Very spirited. Did you see her, Drew? She looked like uh, she was uh, possessed uh, by Beelzebub. <laughs> and here's the great irony. Uh, about a half hour from now, when Ann comes in here and asks her to do some liners, it's going to be, um, hi, this is Leanne. Really? Uh, Adam uh, uh, Cavola and uh, Dr. Drew on Loveline. <laughs> wow, that was great. Thank you. Uh, see, this is why every time we have someone live in here, it's always gr uh, never this good. Uh, this is the best, oh, that's so but nice. it's always so enjoyable, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. mean, normally when you go to a show, you got you get in line, you get pushed, you get shoved. Some guy spills beer on you, and the guys you know mm -hmm. urinating on the back of your trousers while you're up front there. The band spits <laughs> on you. 
and uh, then you come back it's and your stereo is ripped off from the van again. <laughs> not, not everybody gets to sit in the studio here with the bands, though. You That's what I'm saying. That is the beauty of this. That's the beauty of being on your, being on your show, too. Oh. Because, see, watching you on TV or listening to you on the radio, it's not the same. You know, this is like the live thing. The right. I know, I can relate. Well, uh, John, Roger, uh, wonderful job. And uh, you guys, uh, at some point, I know uh, not now, are you planning on doing another one at uh, oh. some point this evening? Yeah, I'd love to. Ah. Thanks. All right. Uh, something else it. off uh, Veiled, perhaps? Yeah. yeah. We'll yeah. Have, we'll well, you don't have, have any choice, do you? <laughs> well, yeah, we could, like, do a, you, you could... know, something off of your record or something. But <laughs> <laughs> let us talk and we'll come up with, with a song, all right? <laughs> Yeah, the one I'm making with you. Okay. Uh, that was excellent. Uh, it certainly was a treat. Um, Michelle, 18. Hi. Hey. Adam and Drew, I just have to say I'm so sad because I'm going off to college next year, and they don't broadcast Loveline where I'm going. Where are you going? Columbia to New York City. We're in New York City. Really? Yeah. What station? Uh, and what is the station? Uh, WXRK. Come on, Drew. Okay. <laughs> WXRK. WXRK, the mighty um, uh, WXRK. Oh, that's so awesome. Now I can go off and be happy. Certainly. Where are you, where are you going from? I'm going from Washington, D.C. Wow. Not too far away. Yeah. Uh, have your friends send you tapes if uh, you're having trouble with reception there in New York. Oh, my friends are too lazy. All right. Uh, but you'll get caught up in that whole New York lifestyle. Yeah. Now the uh, noshing till 4 in the morning. You ever seen where Columbia is? No. Way up at like 118th Street. Way up. Yeah. Oh, really? Way There's up. no noshing going on there? There's no uh, nothing outside the gates of Columbia. Are you just dodging bullets? It's, it's not in Harlem like everybody thinks. It's, it's totally just a bad, not. it's just a lousy part of town. So. Well, it's not any different than going to UPenn in West Philly or going to Yale in New Haven. Or uh, USC out here. Yeah. Drew's alma mater. Yeah. So what's the deal? Um, this is my problem. I have a love problem. I, you know, I always dream about being in love and... I, you know, I fantasize about going out with guys and everything, but whenever any guy shows any sort of interest in me, I, I just push him away. Like I, I get tense up, and when they're around me, it's almost like I get nauseous, and I, I don't understand why this happens. Have you ever had a relationship? Um, not more that's lasted more than like a week. Leah, what is this? Uh, <laughs> I you, call it uh, normal. <laughs> women do do a lot yeah. of this. Uh, guys do it too, but uh, maybe women are more guilty of this than even the gents. But the thing is, I get like physically repulsed. Oh. Not 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 nervous. Oh, you vomit. Not nervous to the point of nausea, but repulsed by men. Oh. Uh oh. There could be some gambling going on, uh, Michelle. Uh huh. We're gonna gamble. Okay. All right. Uh, we gotta go to break. Okay. All right, I'm going to see if I can get together a buck. I'm going to run out of the car and get some change. I'm, I'm uh, really hurting these days with the house and all, Michelle. But I'll see if I can scrounge together a buck. Uh, Leah? Yeah. You, uh, uh, do you have a dollar or do you got to go to the record, Vermin? I got a dollar. Oh, you got a dollar? Yeah. All right. Uh, Michelle? Yeah? We'll be back to gamble on you. Okay. All right, just uh, sit tight and uh, look back. Look into that crystal ball of yours. Dust it off. And uh, remember, it is the past that we're interested in. Not the uh, present, not the future, but the past. And we'll be back. I began to float up and away from my body. Uh, that is the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And they will be in here uh, on Sunday. Oh, I love those horns. Drew, you love the horns, I do, too, I do. don't yeah, you? Yeah, I do, I do. And I love the band, because there's 11 guys in the band, and four of them don't do anything. And the rest play horns. And the rest play horns. Oh. Or percussion. 
the world should get along like the Mighty Mighty Boston's. They, they got one from uh, a representative from every ethnic group. Except for they don't have any Asians, because Asians don't play wind. Uh, they play like oboes. They play like woodwind instruments, but they don't play the horns. They don't live in Boston either. They go to MIT. All right. Uh, Lee Andrioni is here, and uh, you just heard her uh, stirring rendition of It's All Right, It's Okay. Uh, we got to go to break, so I'll just tell you what the song's about. <laughs> don't, <laughs> the, don't, don't muddle us uh, with facts here. Uh, it's, it's, it's a story about uh, you witnessing uh, some child abuse or, or something close to it, correct? Uh, the, the, what, the song I just sang? Yeah. Actually, it's about me witnessing a divorce. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought there was a kid involved there somewhere. Well, it was, it was watching children in a divorce. All right. Yeah. Yeah. All You're right. pretty well, close. That's like half there. That's All right. traumatic for kids. I mean, it could be horrible. No, yeah. no. I was happy my folks got divorced. But uh, listen, we got to go a 10-second break. When we come back, uh, we'll finish uh, gambling uh, with Michelle. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. Okay, phone number, 1-800-LOVE-191, fax number. Uh, you don't deserve to know what the fax number is. We never get any good faxes. Uh, Michelle, uh, 18. Hi. M Michelle. Physically ill. Physically yeah, uh, repulsed. close to me, and, like, they start to get near me, and, I mean, these are guys that are interested in me, not just, like, any guy walking down the street, and then I just, I, I freeze up, and I just, I'm like, don't touch me. All right. Did you ever have anything close to an eating disorder? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, Drew, um... No help with the gambling, please. Now, my first impulse is uh, she was molested by, like, her dad or something, or her uh, stepbrother. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that from her. But why else would you be, like, physically repulsed uh, when a man uh, approached you? But the, but the second thing is she sounds pretty sane, and she's going off to college. Yeah. So uh, she's a bit of an enigma. But I'm going, uh, uh, do you have any thoughts on this? Would you like to go first? That you don't have to, but... I'll let you go first. All right. I am going with, um, hmm, I'm going to get interesting here. Uh, stepdad, like, walked around nude, maybe broke wind in front of her or something. <laughs> some kind of exposure uh, to the male. Okay. Right. Uh, some kind of negative male exposure young. Right. And a stepdad. That's good. And a yeah, stepdad, I mean, yes. I, I would go towards, you know, maybe something happened. She was abused when she was a child or... I don't know. What Maybe kind of men... abuse? Sexual. Sexual abuse. Okay. All right, Reasonable. that's good. That's good. Uh, Drew? I'm going to go for uh, over-involved parents. Huh? That, uh, that, that we're really listening. What, we're, what she's talking about is not so much nausea at a memory, but such intense anxiety and repressed anger that she has this sort of... And she probably did see something. Something, uh, something about her sexuality was triggered early and intense, and she never sort of... Couldn't couldn't put these things together. I should have gone with you on that. No, 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 right. no. You you may oh, he's you, right. you may get lucky and she was molested. Uh, Michelle. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Well, um, Drew was totally right, but that's not the whole picture. Uh, Dr. Drew was right. Son of a bitch. Damn it. Um, well, what happened? Yeah, my parents are are pretty over involved in my life. Although I've never, I don't think I've ever been really angry about it. No, but Michelle, but Michelle, that, that's on a uh, anxiety is maybe sort of a surrogate for anger with you. And when your parents are super involved in your life, you never get an opportunity to develop a clear sense of yourself. 
Uh, don't don't steer the witness. Hey, I'm just, uh, just explaining to her why she feels the way she does. <laughs> All right, but the three box is still there. Thing. What's that? There's another thing. Mm. When I mean, I never really thought of this as, as like a trauma that would affect me, but when I was eight, I was trick-or-treating. Uh-huh. I, I ran around a corner ahead of my friends, and I was jumped by this teenager, and he, like, threw me down on the ground, and he beat me up really bad, and then he ran away with all my candy. Mm. That's like the only other thing that's ever happened. No stepdad, no uh. like molestation. Oh come on, you sure? I am positive. Mm. So were your parents like not cool on you dating and stuff? You know, too early and all of that. Uh, were they really strict? Well, the one thing is like I've never been able to talk with my parents about sex or anything. Like right. when I first got my period when I was twelve. I hid it from my mom right, for right, eight right. months. Like she, she's, she's not allowed to be a separate person. Right. Anything, anything that reminds that family unit that this is a separate person, and God forbid, an adult, it's it's overwhelming. She has mm -hmm. to hide out. So your your parents were overbearing. Yeah. And they didn't give you any room to uh, stretch your wings and grow into an adult. But you know what's weird about it? Did they or didn't they? Hold on a second, because I, I want to know where to, what to do with the three bucks. Well, because yeah, I mean, they they did. But it was only because they wanted me to have a lot of opportunities. Well, that's what they said. That's what they... Oh, <laughs> listen. Uh, never trust a parent that says, I want you to have... The, the ones that say, I want you to have opportunities they, I never they, had are always the worst parents. They what? They defected from the Soviet Union. Uh-huh. Oh, it's so, heavy. Dad, so, so, uh, dad an alcoholic? No, no, no. Shh. Dad an alcoholic? No, his dad is not. No, didn't but, drink but, any vodka, really? But did they have you like a... They, it's ironic that uh, the one guy that didn't drink in, in Russia was uh, left the country. Now, <laughs> boy, did he screw up the curve. Now it's 100%. <laughs> but did they like have you on ice skates and in a ballet when you were four, that sort of thing? Yeah. yeah. All, right. Okay. All right, Drew gets the three bucks. Uh, choke on it. Uh, ju just uh, choke on it. I should get like a quarter because halfway through I right. wanted to go with Drew. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but you can't go with okay, Drew. Okay, we let you it. go first. Okay. You, you, we can share Adam's pathetic change here. <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> some of the pennies. Times are real tight, uh, Drew, oh, please. Okay, Leah? I'm yes. not a big time doctor. Your I never heard you before, but your song's really awesome. Were, uh, you, were you influenced at all by Indigo Girls? No, actually, but I, I think they're awesome. But I, I actually have not listened to their CD until this year because my manager manages them. So, uh, Indigo Girls are great. Yes, they are. We'd love long time. They've been great. Everyone in the business uh, loves them. A lot of people are influenced by them, but the, the stations aren't playing their stuff. Yeah, but uh, you know what? They're making a comeback. They, yeah. They have a new record coming out, and the oh, single's okay. out now, yeah. All right. Hey, well, you can do that. something with that. Uh, all right, so, Michelle? Michelle, you're going to be fine. Uh, you're going to go away to school, and hopefully you'll start uh, having a life and developing a sense of yourself. Uh, but be careful if you start becoming sexually active. That might become, a again, a way that you sort of bridge your connection with other people and just kind of hold out on that front until you have relationships. It, it could become a, a thing, oh. the way you get hurt. Just once. Uh, I was just praying that uh, stepdad uh, walked uh, around the house naked with an erection. <laughs> oh. uh, Dana, 16. Hey, Adam. How you doing, man? Good. Uh, you're awesome. You're hilarious. Well, thank you. And, um, but what's wrong with you tonight, Adam? Well, this oh, question sorry. is for all of you. Oh, shut up, Trevor. <laughs> um, my friend and I got in a really heated discussion over um, whether or not homosexuality was by nature. Whether you're born that way. Uh, yeah, right. And she said, you know, you're born that way. 
Well, there's some evidence coming in that there may be some unique qualities to people's brain and brain chemistry who are predisposed to homosexuality. They, they actually uh, did an autopsy on a gay man, and they found potpourri uh, in his brain. Much so apparently <laughs> that is the component uh, they're now looking when for. When it comes to human behavior... They sniff your ear. If it, if they, if there's a country scent uh, coming from it. Uh, no. Pretty much uh, it, it, all, all human behavior, Dana, it has a, is a combination of biology, genetics, and environment. Right. This is no exception. They're all uh, in Drew. You knew. Uh, and uh, Leah, you knew too. There are people who you went to junior high with who were 13, 14 years old. You knew were gay. Oh, there's and no doubt. They about didn't it. even know they were gay yet, yeah. but uh, they were gay. And, the, and there's we have guests on the show who says, I knew I was gay. Uh, all right. Angie or Mike's going to put this on a card. So hold on. Uh, the, <laughs> the guests uh, say, and I quote, uh, <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm trying to work my way around this. Oh, who cares? Screw you. I knew You're I was gay, gay uh, thank you, uh, when I was four. Or uh, still kicking inside of mom's uh, fetus, uh, right. playing with myself. Right. Uh, here's here, here's the, the deal. It, it is both. Some people are that way. Others were uh, sort of uh, pushed that direction by uh, circumstances. Yeah, that was my argument. Well, you're both right. Okay. Uh, that's uh, that's my feeling. And again, uh, we don't have any real definitive answer. Uh, what about that whole uh, hypothalamus thing? Pineal gland or something. Yeah, but there are all kinds of little bits of evidence coming in about the biology. But it was like five, six years ago, there was yeah. all this, uh, was yeah. it the hypo? Or? Yeah, yeah, hypothalamus. There, 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 look, these are, these are correlations, whether they're causational, and whether or not everyone with that biology necessarily will develop that syndrome, un undetermined. Okay. And I have a theory uh, that uh, the penis hitting the back of the throat somehow stimulates the hypothalamus <laughs> gland and it enlarges. So it's not good science to say that we found a bigger hypothalamus gland on a gay guy because you don't know if that thing was big before he started the gay activity. I'm very, guessing it was triggered very, by the gay activity. Very, very uh, oh, yeah. astute and sensitive. I could slide right into the scientific world, Drew, and I uh, could help immensely. Uh, uh, Tracy, 18. Um, hi. Um, I want to just apologize myself right now if I sound really stupid. I'm just really nervous. This is my first time. Well, that's all right. Um, my question is, is that um, I have, right now I'm in a relationship that's many, many, many miles away. But um, I really do love the guy a lot. But a lot of my friends are telling me, you know, that you shouldn't get involved in a long-distance relationship and that um, I... I should date other people that's in, you know, my town and things like that. But when I do, I feel just so bad because I feel like the relationship, we can date, but it won't go any further than that. And I feel really bad, and I don't know really what to do. I mean, I tell people, you know, that I go out with, yeah, I, I'm in love with someone that lives really far away. And then they're like, well, how am I supposed to compete with that? And it's just a really big mess. And I was just wondering what, what you guys thought I should do. Uh, go, Leah. Uh, well, I wasn't I, listening. I, <laughs> you know what? I got kind of confused. So are you in love with this person that's in another city or country or whatever? Well, yeah. I, I really do love him. I, I think he's great. Oh, so why are you dating people in your hometown then if you love the person out in the other city? Well, just for fun? Yeah, kind of. I mean, just kind of to do something, to go out and not be like, you know, combining myself. Because that's what my friends tell me to do. They're like, yeah, well, you can't. You can't just combine yourself to one person when you live so far away from him. How far know? away do you live? <laughs> we live, oh wow, um, thousands, millions of miles away, like really far. Uh, in the same country? 
Yeah, we're in the same country, but we're like on on either side of the country. How often do you see each other? Um, I haven't seen him for about six months, but I was able to see him just like for a weekend. What does he do when when you're not with him? He doesn't date anyone. Mm-hmm. He, he doesn't date anyone. He doesn't. He's he told me that he doesn't want to be with anyone but me. Is it the kind of thing where you talk every night on the phone, that kind of thing? Or? Yeah, we talk. We email each other. All right. Where does he live? What city? He lives in South Dakota. Uh huh. Does he know you see other people? Yeah, he does actually, and he's really. He seems really cool about it. He's like. Oh. He says he said that he's like I understand you know, and when I tell him that I I just. How old is he? He's a little bit younger than me, actually. He's 16. Uh, I don't... Uh, it's doomed. That's what I wanted to say. Uh, because, first off, I don't trust this guy. You, you tell him about these guys that you're seeing, he says it's fine, I'm not going to see anybody. Well, he says that it's, you know, it's, up, it's up to me. He's like, he's all, you but may... Tracy, you're, you know, you're, behaving, you you're behaving like you're, you're, this guy's a 28-year-old you're betrothed to, and you're planning your, your wedding. He is 16. He just got his driver's license. I bet he doesn't even have that. His ability to commit to a relationship or to make decisions about what are appropriate long-term commitments is nil. He's he's dating. No, he's not dating because no one will date him. Not because he's uh, (laughs) so chivalrous that he's... uh, I mean, Tracy, you're the only one who will date him, right? No, that's so not true. Yes. That is so not true. He is not holding out for you. He's holding out for anybody. But but what is it with you that you have to have these idealized relationships, Tracy? Why? Why do I have to have them? Yeah. I mean, it's not even a relationship. It's just just an imaginary thing you're having. I don't know. I really don't know. And I, you know, I, like... I don't even know if I really want them right now, actually. You I'm don't want any relationship right now. Well, you've, you've got that. You don't have one. I don't... You've, I got this, you've got this imaginary thing, this surrogate for a relationship. Oh, well, I don't guys. think it's imaginary, though. To me, it's, it's not imaginary. I mean, to me, I really do care about him. But, I mean, part of a relationship is, you know... All right, I'm, I'm dating Natalie Wood. Uh, <laughs> I mean, t- t- to me, please, uh, it's very real. Very real. And you can't take that away from me, Drew. I wouldn't dream of it. Thank you. Uh, you need it, Leah. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, th- th- having a relationship is like spending time with that person, and, you know, there's a commitment and everything. You guys never see each other, and that's why probably you want to go out with other people, and, you know, you're a kid. Have fun. Well, see, that's what my friends tell me. All right. When could he possibly get back to see you? In about two years. Okay. Oh, uh, please. Well, uh, why do you need is... to avoid relationship? What happened to you, Tracy? What? What's the deal? Why do you have to avoid relationships like this? Avoid a relationship? Why do you have to hide out with this um, this idealized relationship that doesn't exist? I I don't I don't think I'm hiding out. I mean, I don't know. You're dating a guy who's 16, who's not going to come, who's in one of the Dakotas, and it doesn't really matter where. Uh, people should really answer when they're in North Dakota or South Dakota. Just say, I'm in one of the Dakotas, because that's, <laughs> that's as far as... Uh, people hear, duh, and they go, all right, uh, who cares? The, he's in one of the Dakotas. Uh, you're uh, not. I don't even know where you are, but it's a million miles away. Uh, this guy's barely got his permit. Uh, he's not dating anybody, because I'm telling you why he's not dating anybody. The same pathetic gene that makes him cling to Tracy is what's keeping him from not dating, which is he can't date anybody. You're dating around. He doesn't seem to have a problem with that. You're not going to see each other for two years. Uh, th- th- there's nothing here, Tracy. Well, we're well, going to see each other. We're, we're, we're going to see each other because like, 
because I'm going to go visit him, and, and he's going to probably come visit me. But it's until we really, really, really start to see each other. Where'd you meet this guy? Where'd you meet him? <laughs> um, he lived near you. Computer. No, actually, um, <laughs> I met him at a rave. At a rave? Yeah. And then he moved away? No, he came down, he was visiting some people, and, and he went to it. Oh, okay. Hell, these sixteen-year-olds going to raves. Hey, you guys were all hopped up on uh, coolies or whatever you're taking. No, really, I was not, <laughs> and neither was he. Okay, Tracy, why don't you just keep up like a cool friendship with him? You can still email him, you can still write him, you can still talk to him, and then have a normal dating life, you know, with people around you. That'd be cool. Right. Keep yeah. up a friendship with him. You and don't have to lose them all together. I, I swear, as God is my witness, this guy is not dating because he can't, or he is dating, or, or he's he is dating. dating. He's not telling her. Mm, right. Uh, Becky, 21. Hi, how are you guys? Hey, hey, did you know uh, I came up with the uh, new names for uh, gay men? Really? Yes. <laughs> what are they? Uh, well, because uh, you don't want to call, you don't want to say fag, and you don't want to say homo. Mm -hmm. And gay's getting pretty tired. Mm -hmm. Everybody's gay, he's gay, he's gay. Yeah, gay's bad. I came with two good ones. Chodlers. Why's that good? It just has the word chode in it. And uh, Rumpians. That's almost like a nationality. And that's what they need. Uh, they don't need, yeah, I'm gay. They're just very stigmatized, being homo or gay or homosexual. I'm a Rumpian. <laughs> it's like you're from Rumponia or something. I'm Rumpian. Uh, my mom, my dad was Rumpian. Uh, mom, <laughs> mom was, a, was, uh, was, uh, was okay. Italian, and so I'm half Rumpian. Now, that would be bisexual. All right. All right, Becky. All right, my question is, what are some signs of sexual abuse? Um, I just found out that my cousin, who's a few years younger than me, um, was abused at a daycare that I went to. And it wasn't at the same time. It was a few years earlier than her. Uh, but people that have been through that tend to infuse a lot of chaos into their relationships. Mm -hmm. They tend to have a lot of difficulty with intimacies. You may find them using drugs. Uh, but, but sort of chaos is a, is a, uh, is a good way to... Uh, underscore what they do to themselves. Mm -hmm. Could well, it get any hotter in here, What Drew? are you observing? Could it get any hotter? What are you observing? I'm sorry? What are you observing her doing? Um, well, I know for the, sure that she has been, but I'm just wondering for myself. Well, you don't know if you've been? No. How old is your cousin? She's 15. And how, how are you doing in relationships? Well, that's the thing. I, I've never had a long-term relationship. Why? What happened? I've had mostly one-night stands. How many? Uh-oh. Um, probably 15, 16. Could mm. be. Yeah, yes. You are a prime candidate. Well, I mean... Well, come on, Drew. It's suspicious, but uh, not necessarily. And, and but don't you think you'd remember? Well, that's the thing. I don't have very many childhood memories. I don't really remem remember much from my childhood at all. Wh when are your first memories? How old are you? Um... I mean, I, I, I don't know. I'll remember certain things, you know. Roughly how old do you think you are at your first memories? Um, are you 15? Yeah. yeah I, I would say junior high, probably starting That's suspicious. High. That's very suspicious. I mean, that's and, and also, um, like, even when I'm having sex, I really don't enjoy it that much. Mm -hmm. I'm, like, really unemotional and... I would almost go so far as to say that I hate, I, I, I hate, I hate it when I'm doing it. Mm -hmm. Do you ever have any weird dreams or anything? <laughs> no, 
Yeah, but... What happens in the dreams? Um, well, there's one dream that I have, not a lot, but it's, it, it's, it's happened frequently, is um, I'm being chased, like, through in neighborhoods, and there's houses, and I'm running through the houses, and something chases me, and I never know what it is. Mm. It could be the unexplored uh, um, molestation from the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you know, it, it seems like you have the, uh, the you know, the baggage. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you've never been in a long-term relationship. You have a lot of one-night stands. You don't really like sex. Anything about the houses in the dream? Um, no. Nothing special about them? No. The way the houses you knew? Sometimes. Do they seem changed in any way? From, from the way I, I, no, they're just, they always have a lot of furniture in them, and I always have to run around, like, corners. Oh, you're, you're in the house? Yeah. You're running through the house? Yeah. Is it uh, turn-of-the-century stuff, uh, colonial, uh, deco? Uh, <laughs> what would be the style of furniture? <laughs> no. All right. Well, if in, in, you know, in the people that write about this stuff, the, the interiors are women's, sort of the, the, a, a symbol for the women's psyche and the women's... Uh, oh, I thought you trying to say it was like their ovaries or no, something. No, but, the, but you know, men tend to I be... Guess the ovaries would be the Men hall, tend to be project, the projected tube. outward and women tend to be internal and if, that, if their houses are violated or in some way, that means somebody's trying to break in. Uh-huh. All right, so she should look into this because it sort of sounds like... It's highly suspicious. Yes. All right. Uh, I'm going to go um, get a... Uh, Ice water. Uh, yeah. uh, no, yes. Uh, like, I swear to God, I'm, I'm actually running a fever now. And you know, <laughs> and you know, it's funny too. Uh, you know, an engineer, Mike. Uh, his solution is he comes in and he says, "Well, because <clears throat> it's 108 degrees. It is uh, Calcutta in the in in this studio." And uh, and uh, engineer Mike comes in and he goes, "Well, why do you got the lights on?" Uh, <laughs> you're screwing yourself with the lights. Uh, you either want the lights or do you want the uh, the temperature? You, you make the choice. Oh, what the hell? What year is this, Drew? Please. Hey, wait a minute. You come in drinking hot coffee, wearing a baseball cap and a long sleeve shirt. Oh, for Christ's sake! I can't wear a long sleeve cotton shirt. Uh, it throws it throws off the whole mix here at Westwood One. Please. Turn the air on, Mike. What is Adam, going on you with just the mic? Make it a little easier on yourself, couldn't you? Oh. Could he make it easier on the rest of us? That's the question. <coughs> yeah, exactly. All right, all right. Uh, he said it would be listen. a weird night. He had to deliver. Listen, yeah. I have to go wring uh, my socks out. Uh, I'll be back. Why don't you try wrapping it? Prosper.com. What if I told you in 72 hours you could have $35,000? What would you do? Pay off some credit cards, start a business, do a little home improvement? I might do a little of each. Prosper.com, peer-to-peer lending, connecting borrowers like you with investors, no outrageous fees, no raising interest rates, and you'll never set foot in a bank. Just go to Prosper.com slash Adam, check your rate instantly without affecting your credit score. That's right. You don't affect anything. Just check your rate. Do it instantly. What could it hoit? And for a limited time... Prosper's offering my listeners a $50 Visa prepaid gift card when you get a loan. So go to prosper.com slash Adam. Other restrictions apply. See site for details. Gift card is issued by Center State Bank of Florida, pursuant to license from Visa USA, Inc. All personal loans are made by WebBank, a Utah chartered industrial bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. 
DraftKings. All right, uh, Loveline, 1-800-LOVE-191. I'm Adam Carolla. That is uh, Dr. Drew. He's a board-certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. Leah Andrioni is here tonight, and Drew and uh, Leah and yes. John uh, on the acoustic guitar. Yes. You want to know what's strange about me? Uh, uh, five minutes ago, you were looking at me, right? Sweat was pouring from my forehead, right? right? There now there's there. icicles off. Well, I went and dunked my head in the sink. But right. the point is, is this. Uh, not a drop under the arms. Dry. Uh, dries the days long under under the arms. No no spots. Nothing. He Are you a witness? Feel, yeah, feel please. <laughs> touch touch under the pit. And it is very dry. What does that mean, Doctor? Bone dry <laughs> under the pit, yet uh, sweating like a, uh, a Southern Baptist preacher from the brow and forehead. Right. You're fat. <laughs> what is that, Drew? That's you. It is such a curse. I, it is such a curse. I look at my mom across the table. Sometimes I like go over to her house for dinner. She doesn't have any air conditioning over there during the summer. And I look across at her, and there's sweat dripping down her forehead. Oh. And then I reach up to my brown, I wipe the sweat off, and I just curse her. <laughs> I stam you, mother. Damn you for this curse of the sweaty forehead. See, that's for telling your mom, damn you. That's why you sweat. <sighs> she cursed me. I'm the, I, it, by the time everyone else's brow sweats, they have a huge patch under their underarm, right? I have yeah. nothing. Bone dry, uh, brow sweating, and everyone thinks I'm nervous and dicey. This is where I sweat. All right. All right, hey, we got another song. Yeah. What is it? It's called Who Are They to Say. Huh. Okay. John, uh, John you ready? Over there? You betcha. with God all night Relax Exploit my mind Teach his own king Within his own tribe To find me Free at last We are history They don't want no human contrast They should know Jackals shouldn't have to hide Who are you? Who am I who said I can't alter my mind? Who said the puzzle needs each piece? Who said say your seven Hail Marys and who are they to say? You keep invading me with your self-righteous camouflage uniform Can't you let me be who I wanna be If I had gills, I'd fly You can't tell me what's right, what's right If I lose my mind, I wonder what I gain tonight a lunatic just living a real life Stimulate me, try to find me Who would call it sin every Tom Dick Who said absolutely 
Absence makes the heart grow fonder Who said Smiling means I'm happy Who said I can't scream for mutiny And who are they to say to my mind Who said The puzzle needs each piece Well Who said Seal seven Hail Marys And who are they to say Failed. And uh, what is that? Who are they? Who are they to say? Who, Who are they, they say? say? Ah, that was great. Thank you. John, what's your last name? Oh, Lowry. John Lowry? Lowry. Lowry. Just like the seasoning. Oh, just uh, wailing away on that acoustic guitar. Oh, I wish I had a talent. Uh, that's what I was sitting there thinking the entire time. True, weren't you thinking the same thing? You know what? That is so singer. wrong because I listen to you and I could never be so quick as you. You are like Mr. Witty and you just come with it. You've got to be the smartest Don't build guy. them up, Leah. Do not okay, build okay, them up, baby. It. Go with it. Uh, true. <laughs> do not do true. that. Do that not is a uh, pee on everyone's campfire of compliments, please. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> sweetheart. Uh, shut the mic off, Engineer Mike. Shut, shut Drew's mic. You did it? Yes. Okay, go ahead. What were you saying? So what I was saying is that Dr. Drew is oh. like... No. <laughs> uh, all right. Now forget about me. Uh, you are a bona fide talent. Thank you. And, uh, you know, uh, things are new. Things are happening. Uh, I know uh, now it's, it's exciting uh, for you to be on this show. Uh, six months from now, it will, be a, it will be considered a chore for you to come on to this oh, show. Oh, no. I'm telling you, this is fun. Just uh, do not forget about us. And, uh, and John, uh, you too, over oh. there. Uh, we will need you back in uh, months to come. Cool. Because I predict big things for Leah Andrioni. Then she's a paisan. Ah, see, there you go. <laughs> Hello, Italian. You know, uh, I was talking to someone the other day. They didn't know what the coolie was. Oh, man, is that a bad word? It's, it's, your, <laughs> it's your ass. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. Oh, you call Not yourself a true Italian. Italian. <laughs> Drew, you know what the coolie is. Oh, well, wait a minute. Hello? It's just being funneled through God. What are you doing to Drew's. Uh, please stop screwing with Drew. Am I on? There we go. Yes, all right. You, you like uh, Leah's music? Fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah. And she's really animated, yeah. too. Uh, you know, I, I know it sounds great uh, over the radio, but you're, you're missing a whole second half. Yeah. Did you just uh, say I looked like someone from, like, 
Beelzebub or what is <laughs> it? It's like you're you're taken over by spirits. Oh, uh, you God. know when they have that. Uh, you ever watch your late night TV on Sunday and they have those uh, they have those ministries that travel around and stuff and right. then people get up and they start yeah. flailing around oh and they roll God. around because of God. People are going to be scared to come to my shows. <laughs> no. no, it's very uh, very entertaining uh, visually uh, and um, sonically as well. Thank you. Uh, Amanda, 22. Hi. Hey. How are you guys doing? Good. Um, I have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, recently, I lost my virginity to my boyfriend. We've been dating for like four years. Okay. And we never really ever like experimented with each other. And What does that mean? What do you mean like, by that? Never really fooled around. Well, I mean, we fooled around, but you know. How long ago did you lose your virginity to him? Last week. Oh really? Yeah, we'd have we've had sex three times since then, but this is the problem I have. He's really small. Like, oh, that yeah. hurts. And and this is coming from a virgin. Yeah. Uh, by the way, and uh, I've never we, been with anybody before. You know, I've known him my whole life, but he's really small. It's and, like, uh, listen, I've never seen a penis before in my life, but that one is small. <laughs> no, I mean that you is know. a bad bad sign for him. Yeah, I mean, and. I don't know what to tell him. I mean, he thinks he was like good. Oh, don't tell oh. him he's small. I mean, I don't want to be the saddest. I mean, I love him to death, you know, but he's like really aggressive. And do you, do you think it's actually the size of his penis that nothing make... works? All right, let, let me ask you this, That's Amanda. That's probably not the issue. What do you have to compare it to? I mean, how do you know it's small? Well, okay, it's just really. How can I say this? Okay, he's older than me. He's okay, like listen, uh, Amanda, uh-huh. I'm going to restate my question one more time before I hang up on you. Okay. What do you have to compare it to? How do you know that it's small? How many other penises have you seen? Mm, none. Okay, why do you know it's small then if you've never seen another penis? It just looks really small. It's not even as, you might think I'm lying, but I'm not. It's like it's probably as big as my like index finger or maybe even my middle finger. Okay, but you could have elephantitis. What? It's small. All right, okay, it's small. It's small. But, but, All right. She but, just said he was aggressive. Yeah, the fact is it's not that. It's, it's you guys don't know how to <laughs> When you have no penis, you have to overcompensate. I'm an animal in bed because that has of the same thing. To do with it, right? But I, it, but it's aggressive in like a really bad way. It's not like romantic or you, right. you guys just aren't aren't getting along together yet. You yeah. have to tell him what it is you need and want. Men well, are, I told him, you know, he's too aggressive, and he and he thought, okay, yeah, okay, I know what you mean. But then the second time we did it, it was like the same. He doesn't know what you mean. All right, is he? I, I tried to explain to him, like, you know, I mean, I don't like to be tossed around. How much experience does he have? Oh, a lot. He's probably been with like twenty, twenty-five women. Uh huh. And uh, and do you think that he knows he has a small penis? I don't know. <laughs> I never really, I haven't asked him. I mean, because I, you know, I don't really think that's, I don't want to tell him. It's like, what good would it do to tell yeah. the guy he has a small No, no, I'm just wondering if this guy has been told before or his friends I, told him. Never... And he's somehow overcompensating by, uh, you know, Throwing a little rough around. trade. Right. right. Well, he's never told me that. I, I haven't asked him. He's never told me that. He, he told me that most of the women he's been with thinks he was, like, a good lover, but he could just be saying that. Right. Okay, okay. You know uh, what? Answer to this. Masturbation. Uh, yeah, Amanda, how come you know nothing? Uh, do you know the guy's last name? Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, how come you know next to nothing about your man? Because uh, he, uh, he's been with 20, maybe 25 guys. I don't know if he has a small penis. Uh, he says, but I don't know. A lot of this stuff is like, uh, well, he says this, but I don't know about that. Well, because I was trying to save myself, but then... For, I don't know, for a guy with a medium penis? No. Oh, okay. I mean, I really ha we really haven't fooled around because I'm new at all this. You yeah, know? You, you guys really have got it. It's only been a week there, and it's, that's why she doesn't know. She doesn't but, know what well, she, she wants. She sounds to. like a kid at 22. Yeah, she just she doesn't know what she wants, and he's, he's supposed to magically know everything, and uh, it's not what you want the way it's going anyway. That yeah, we know that. Whatever it is, it's not good. Well, uh, listen, it was never going to be all that. Uh, you, believe me, 20... See, here's the deal. Most women lose a virginity 15, 16, and they haven't uh, built it up into this grandiose uh, dream at what, that point. Yeah, what does romantic mean to you? You know, being, you know, kissed and... I mean, not like thrown around. You're going to have like to really... And, and most women want that, but most men don't know how to do that. And you have, you have to teach them. you got to lay the law down. You how understand? do I go about doing it? How do I say something to him you like just, that? You, you just look, the way you said you, it does. You are as intimate as you can possibly be with this other, this person, and you, because of that, you have to be capable of being totally honest and assertive. It's important. No other way that things going to go the way you want them. I mean, he'll be fine. Most men. You think men get offended, Adam, by by being directed by a woman, even if it's for stuff they don't want to do? Uh, it's not even a. Man. It's like, are you offended when your boss uh, tells you what to do? Uh, no. Why? It's your boss. You don't want to lose your job. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's like when the well, principal. And in, fact, and in fact, if you didn't know what to, your... to do, if you weren't clear what your job was, you'd be relieved. Yeah, yeah. Tells you what you're supposed it, to be doing, so you like, can then do a good job. It's like you're sitting there in, um, in you know, a trig class. You don't know well what the hell's going on. You got the uh, slide rule in your ass, and the instructor comes by and he goes, uh, "Here's what you do. You carry this. You do that." And uh, you go, "Oh, well, well and, thanks. And I don't want, want to fail." Yeah, and if you want to do a good job, you're relieved. Yeah, it yeah. would make me feel better to have someone explain how to do something right, I think, maybe. It, it, if it, he has a problem it, with it, it, it it's guy, fine. And, and it, for guys, it's delivering tenderness and emotionality. They, and it's tough for guys to do that. But yeah. if they're if you really push them, I think they can... All right, but deliver. here's the problem. Guys make love like they think they would like to be made love to. Right. They then make love. They don't really make love to people. They make love on people. Mm -hmm. That's what I do. Right. I'll latch onto a leg or forearm or something and just go to town. Right. And then women are confused why men aren't doing it the way they want it. Right. Because so, they think men are going to want it the way they want it. That is exactly right, Drew. Although it was my point, so I'm taking full credit for it. Right. You women are confused. Why isn't the guy tender and nurturing? Uh, the men are confused. Jeez, I'm, I'm banging away on her uh, like she was a screen in a windstorm. Uh, why isn't she getting off on this? All right. If so anything, here's I want to be dominated. Drew, please. The mics are still on. Here's the situation. Uh, do the exact opposite of what your uh, what your gender impulse is, and you'll be making your partner happy. Uh, ladies, uh, bang away. Uh, guys, uh, caress away, and everyone will be happy. The all-new Rich Eisen Show. What is it? What is it? Who better to tell you than Rich Eisen? This is what we're going to have on the show. Just talking football along with music and movies and television shows, interesting things of our pop culture landscape, of which the NFL is part. And that's all you really want at the end of the day. The Rich, the Rich Eisen, Eisen Show. Hold on a minute. This is probably my uh, therapist. Go to podcast one slash Rich Eisen to hear every show.
You're back with uh, Lee Andrioni. Uh, sorry, producer Ed. Thanks for the I shout I hope out. I didn't interrupt anything going on. Nah, we were, we were I was showing her pictures of my kids. Oh, Leah. Okay. Uh, uh, I'm Adam Carroll. That is uh, Dr. Drew. Tomorrow night, uh, Stephen Perkins from uh, Porno from Pyros will be in here. Porno from Pyros? Or Pyros. Yes. Although <laughs> so that wouldn't be a bad You're name really cool, either. Adam. Yeah, I'm really hip. I know what all the kids listen to. And uh, in excess, I'll uh, be in here. And uh, we have the big guy, uh, Michael Hutchins, right? Yes. Uh, the big heartthrob. So uh, that'll be the following night. And then the Minor Minor Boston's. And what's left of tonight's show will be spent with uh, young uh, up-and-comer uh, Leah Andrioni, who's uh, not only has a uh, beautiful angelic voice, but uh, is uh, just a joy to be around. Wouldn't you agree, Drew? Yes. Oh, that's so nice. And she gives some good sexual advice. Good solid she? advice. Do not uh, do not let the road ruin you. We've oh. seen it all too many times. Oh. Have, have we not, Drew? She's traveling in France, though. So. Yeah, oh, okay. I've been on the road for a year, and I'm oh. not ruined yet. All right, yes, you'll come back uh, filled with uh, baguettes, uh, brie, and a uh, good <laughs> Chardonnay. Corey, 21. Good evening. Hey. And for sake of sounding repetitive, Adam, this is a question for Dr. Drew. Mm. <laughs> That's all right. Um, basically, I'm bipolar, uh -huh. and I've been on and off lithium for about the past year and a half. All right, hold on a second. Bipolar is manic depressive. Right. Yes, it is. Adam is learning. Yeah, and Drew's learning uh, not to uh, let anyone in on the little radio <laughs> secret. That's yes, what I love I'm about him. Bipolar manic depressive type right. 2, which All means right. I'm depressed more than I'm manic. Well, and what's the question? My question is, um, no matter how many pharmacists, um, doctors, therapists, psychologists I see, Nobody can really answer to me what the side effects of lithium are and what I should or should not be doing while on lithium. Which I mean, there's everything if you look in the PDR from, right. you know, dry mouth right. to death. Right. What should I expect? Uh, the more common side effects are yeah. diarrhea uh, and mental changes in your mental status, sometimes confusion or obtundation or sedation. What's optimization? Uh, like like lethargy. Like you uh -huh. kind of sleep. I got that. Um, the most significant side effect I worry about when people are starting on lithium is it can cause a kidney disorder called an interstitial nephritis. Mm -hmm. And usually, if one is going to get that, you get it pretty early in the course of treatment, okay. and it will not. It will stop. It will cease if you stop the lithium. But how do you know you have it? Blood tests. So it's important to get your kidney checked for a while if you've been on. But for the most part, lithium is exceedingly well tolerated and very easy to take and limited side effects, particularly if you stay within therapeutic range. Is it helping you, Corey? Well, not really because I'm on and off, like I said. I haven't taken it congruently for three months. I mean, every three months I stop. Why? Um, because my father really doesn't pay my medication bills as Ugh. often as he should. <laughs> Lithium's pretty inexpensive, isn't it? Yeah. And Drew can you score. Have pay, you have to pay for the blood test every time right, you get a Right, right, like right, that. right, 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 right. Um, my other question is about the lithium. One doctor told me to stay away from salt, and one doctor told me to stay away from caffeine. Um... Yeah, well, lithium is a salt, and uh, it can cause some fluid retention potentially. And, uh, and to the extent that it, it, is, it replaces sodium, eh, maybe. Uh, it's not a big deal usually in a young person. Okay. 
And also, my family has a problem with miscarriages, and he also told me to watch out. Don't get pregnant. Pregnancy. Yeah, don't get pregnant. Well, you shouldn't be getting pregnant anyway. Okay, well, just making sure they all have no future effects. Oh, uh, I no, see no, 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 no. When you're off lithium, you are off lithium. It's out of your system. Well, what would happen if I took some lithium? You might be a little easier to be around, a little less impulsive. <laughs> so when she gets off the lithium, then does she have another drug she goes on to? That'll lithium is what? usually uh, fairly nearly a lifetime commitment. Oh. Uh, and people get on lithium, stay on it. And when oh. it works, it works beautifully. What about when she's pregnant? I mean, uh, she then she'll be off. So she just won't be on any she medication? Any, well, uh, 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 could you see her uh, off the lithium with the hormones raging? Uh, oh, yeah. There could be other things that she take. All right. I would just leave town if I was her husband. Uh, David, 18. Hello. Uh, Adam, I want to first say a long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes. Yes. Uh, Leah, that's why, we all? that's why I got into radio. I For wanted to hear that. Right. And uh, God bless uh, the Loveline fans. They've been coming through. You betcha. You guys touch, touch many lives. Thank you. Um, my my problem is that uh, I developed uh, bulimia after a breakup with my girlfriend. Really? Uh, she was bulimic, and I helped her off of it. And then when she left, um, it, it felt it. better to be bulimic. It felt better to be bulimic. How interesting. Wow, I rarely have a guy who's... Uh, yeah, believe me, he's unusual in men. Yeah. <laughs> but but no less dangerous. In fact, perhaps more dangerous in men. Right, because of the mustache factor. And so what's happening now? Um, well, I'm going to be going on LDS mission in the summer. And uh, I know that... Latter-day no, Saint. Oh, really? What? Oh, he looked man. at me when he said LDS, like, what? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm not where, a drug. <laughs> where are you going? Well, I don't know. I, I ha I'll turn in my papers tomorrow. Hey, uh, could you send some of those guys by my house to do some, like, uh, yard work and stuff? Oh, you want some service, eh? <laughs> well, I mean, listen, let's be, let's be honest. Uh, they pack you kids up. They send you halfway across the world to uh, till some soil or uh, give out some vaccinations <laughs> or, uh, you know, clean some crap out of a river. But what the hell good does that do us? Why don't you stay stateside? You guys can come by. I'll whip up some uh, like country time lemonade or something. Uh, you guys can uh, get busy out in the yard, and I'll come out every hour or so, check on you, make sure everything's on the up and up. If you bring him around, I mean, he might have quite an impact. Hey, if we let, hey, if we let you, if you let us in, we're uh, glad to. Uh, I'll let you in, and I'll tell you what. Uh, you put in eight hours, and I'll give you ten minutes of sharing the good word uh, at the end of the day. All right, I'll. I'll I'll see if I can make some contact. And who knows? I uh, right now I don't really have a religion, so I'm open. All right. I'm hoping a bidding war will break out, uh, <laughs> trying to get me to side from one religion or another. Because as you know, I'm a very uh, influential and high-powered uh, uh, host, Drew. Oh, oh, really? Yes. And if I got behind one religion or another, I could really bolster that religion. And right now, the Latter-day Saints are lagging. You're I mean, they're really lagging behind all the other religions. Judaism's just kicking your ass and, there. And your last fancy was Buddhism. Hey, A Buddhism, got, that's right. You had that chant down. Nam yo renge kyo. <laughs> Yeah, uh, let's see. I want a big screen TV. Uh, you got a chant. Uh, do I have to work the big screen into the chant? No, no, no. Just think about the big screen and chant. Oh, really? I could use you on the road. Yes. yes. I could be your, uh, your, your, your personal, uh, I could be your Gohanzit. Yes. Uh, you put like an apple on my head and I'd sit in the corner. 
<laughs> never run out of money. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, anyway, uh, you're going. You're going somewhere. Yeah, and uh, if if they found out, uh, I'd be sent home. But uh, right, it's not a good example when you're going to uh, Biafra to be barfing up your food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, How's your no, weight right now? Uh, I'm at 150. Is your bulimia active? Yeah. How tall are you? I'm six foot. Oh. Uh-uh. Well, that's one fifty six feet. That's light, but it's not sickly, mm. deathly light. You don't know. You don't I know. don't. That's that's light, light, light. Six feet, one fifty. But that's a lot. Uh, look, how tall is John? The uh, get John in here. He's five uh, eleven, I think. <laughs> Hold on, all bets are off. Engineer Mike is six foot. Uh, I think he ate David uh, <laughs> earlier. <to> en- <laughs> don't screw with my theories, uh, Engineer Mike. Please uh, get get John the guitar player in here. I, I swear, John has got to be six foot, uh, buck thirty five, buck forty. John, John, how tall are you? I'm this tall. I am 5'10 or 5'11. All right. Now, how much do you weigh? I weigh, you know what? I just weighed myself today, and I weigh 118. 118? 118. All right. Lock him up. All right, right, Drew. All right. All right. right. Game, uh, set, match, uh, Corolla. All right. All right. This guy's uh, three-quarters of an inch taller, and he's a behemoth uh, compared to John. David is a, uh, you know, he's like a pro wrestler compared to John. Are you bulimic, uh, John? No. No, you're not. No. All right, but but David, let, let, we got to wrap this up. But I mean, bulimia is a is a potentially fatal disorder, and you're going to have to speak up about this. It's not likely to go into remission spontaneously. Uh, it's going to cause you troubles on the road, and it could you could get quite ill, and you could be in a compromised circumstance. I mean, you this this can require urgent medical care. And you're going there to help people, uh, not to have them fan you and feed yeah, you. It's a very strange situation. This sort of uh, hey, you cared for bulimic, then became bulimic. I mean, what that is all about? I I have not I got a clue. But it clearly needs some kind of intervention. All right. So uh, somebody intervene, and we'll be back. Yeah, Film Vault. Best time of the year for movies, Brian. It is. We're in it. We are in it. We got you covered. We're seeing them all a lot of times before they come out. We're knee-deep, nay, waist-deep, nay, neck-deep in great movies. Right. What? Why would you say like, Why? like that? What? I'm trying to give a visual approximation of how many movies we are we are in right now. Every week we're covering movies that are in theaters that you should be seeing. We're talking about movies that are streaming. We're talking about movies that are worthy of sending away for. We got you covered. As well as doing a top five every single week. Yeah. So there's a new, old, classic, everything you possibly want out of movies right here on the Film Vault. That's why they call it the Film Vault. Yeah, it's a vault of film. On Podcast Wood. That's O-N-E. The Andreoni. Uh... The name of the CD is Veiled. Uh, you heard her tonight. And uh, this was uh, unproduced, unedited. Uh, this was uh, without the uh, helping hand of the producer and uh, all those uh, other things you, you get when you're in studio. Yeah. And so if she sounds like this live, uh, kitties, imagine yeah. how the CD uh, must sound. Yeah. So please, uh, go out and get it. Uh, if you don't want to go to Europe to see her, uh, you can wait for her. This concludes another PodcastOne.com program. Buying a car can be a stressful experience, but True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Last month, over 45,000 cars were sold by the True Car Certified Dealer Network. And TrueCar.com users save an average of $3,046 off MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three steps. Go to TrueCar.com, 
Find out what other people paid for the car you're looking for. Then register at TrueCar.com to see the upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. And the third step is simple. Just print out your True Car Savings Certificate and take it to the True Car Certified Dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Every day, TrueCar.com users receive negotiation-free, guaranteed savings. Save time, save money, and never overpay. Visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Dot com.